This is the Epilogue Audio Experience. Have you ever noticed that your constant worrying is becoming a habit and that habit could perhaps be the reason for your constant anxiety that could keep you on the edge? But is it that simple? Can therapy help? Can mindful practices help? What can you possibly do? In this episode 54 of our podcast, The SOS Show, our guest is James Kirkendall. James has been living with anxiety and phobia for 25 years. He has phobias of tall buildings, open spaces, high ceilings. He's had meltdowns and panic attacks uh, at the airports. And despite the fact that he has tried all the possible medications and therapy, nothing has worked for him. What is the origin of these fears that can make one completely dysfunctional and can it ever be cured? And not to forget that James has had his achievements. He, he has received a black belt in traditional karate. He has performed overseas in the French Theatre Festival in Edinburgh, Scotland. His education includes several computer technology certifications. He's attended the New York Film Academy in LA. His interests include video games, roller skating and martial arts. So it's not that, you know, he's, he's, he's not been doing stuff. He's been doing everything. He's been doing everything and everything appears normal and good on the surface. But deep down, things are not right. Hi, James. Welcome to our podcast, The SOS Show. And thank you for joining in. And how's the parrot doing today? Is he making, is he going to make any noise? Uh, I don't think so. You, <laughs> um, <laughs> not this time anyways. Uh, <laughs> I hope um, you put him aside. Yes, uh, he's in the other, uh, she, actually it's a she, but uh, uh, um, she's in the other room. So uh, hopefully won't, we won't hear it this time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. She can get pretty loud though. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. James, tell me, tell me about this thing. As I was, as I was reading about you, uh, what is abandoned Arkansas that you joined? I hope I'm pronouncing that right. You joined abandoned Arkansas team in 2014. So what is that? Is it a football team or something? So abandoned Arkansas is a historic preservation organization. Um mm-hmm. What we do is we uh, photograph old uh, buildings um, such as old schools, hospitals, jails, um, mm-hmm. and we we do a thorough documentation. We we photograph the inside and outside of of you know any buildings that we find that uh, meet our criteria. And uh, that way, people have memories of these places if something were to happen to them, whether it's a demolition, uh, a fire or vandalism or, or et cetera. We want to have a documentation of these places, you know, uh, that mm-hmm. way, you know, uh, if something were to happen, you know, we have a record. Yeah. Uh, uh, for everyone to, to see, uh, we actually have a, a website and, mm-hmm. uh, um, I joined the team in 2014 and, mm-hmm. uh, I've had a lot of, uh, great opportunities with the, with the group and, mm-hmm. uh, including, uh, um, our, our recent work was a book and it's called abandoned Arkansas, an echo from the past. Mm-hmm. It, 
it was actually a new release, uh, a number one new release uh, on Amazon and two categories. So uh, we're mm. pretty we're pretty excited about that. <laughs> yeah, it's it sounds uh, it sounds amazing in terms of preserving history so that the future can actually uh, see it, uh, you know, uh, and preserve it in photographs. But yeah. uh, uh, and of course, it's available in uh, on Amazon. If I'm not wrong, is it? Uh, correct. Okay. Correct. Okay. And uh, and of course, you have uh, you are a black belt in karate, and you have performed overseas in fringe theater festival. Correct. And you have computer technology certifications, and you've attended NYFA in LA, right? New York uh, Film Academy in LA, and and that's like a lot of achievement. And uh, of course, you suffer from anxiety. And if you would like to sort of elaborate in terms of what kind of anxiety, because we we can actually generalize the term anxiety because anxiety or phobias like 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 I always ask this question, uh, you know, to one of my guests I asked last time that, you know, I suffer from a flying phobia. It's very tough for me to get inside a flight. So. So how would you sort of categorize in terms of your anxiety? Um, so I think I think a lot of my anxiety stems from um, autism, which I mm-hmm. was uh, diagnosed with that just uh, uh, here recently, a couple of years, in fact. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think I was uh, when I was younger, I um, I was never diagnosed with that. Um, mm-hmm. And. I, you know, I think it would have been easier um, for me to have been diagnosed um, at an earlier age, um, but I, um, I do believe that, like I've said, I, I think the anxiety um, is stemmed from the autism, um, but I, I've been also diagnosed with uh, generalized anxiety, which is based a lot on uh, a lot of worry. Um, mm-hmm. I worry constantly. What kind uh, of worries? Uh, just little little things and, and being uh, social with people. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, uh, when, when I talk to people, I, I feel like I, I don't say enough or I say too much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so... So, so, so you worry. So you worry that what would people sort of think of you? Uh, I don't know. I think I, I think I I have a, a mixed feeling about that. Sometimes I care what people are are thinking of me, and then also on the other side, I don't I don't care what people think. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. But uh, it, it's definitely a, a struggle, uh, and I feel like. Uh, um, when when I'm in my element, um, I feel like I'm more confident. So that's why I do a lot of of creative things. Is um, like, for instance, you know, theater and mm-hmm. uh, martial arts and mm-hmm. uh, roller skating. Um, I feel like I'm in my element. So um, instead of hanging out with people, uh, just to chit chat. I like to do activities, um, that why I'm in my element, Mm -hmm. if that Mm -hmm. makes any sense. Sure. Uh, Sure. James, but you've sort of, 
you know you mentioned uh, in this little note that uh, you know that i i was reading and also the articles that you are uh, have written on the internet saying that you know uh, when you were at school you were suffering from anxieties and yeah. you were sent for exposure therapy uh, by yeah. your parents uh, would you like yeah. to just describe you know that phase of your life when you were sent for this therapy and what if you would like to sort of if you can slightly go back in time for our listeners for them to understand a bit better in terms of what kind of you know what kind of anxiety if you would like to describe it was it a feeling was it was it a fear what was it okay so uh, uh when i was little um a lot of my anxiety has been focused on a specific phobia which is I have the abnormal fear of um tall buildings, high mm-hmm. ceilings and mm-hmm. certain open spaces. Mm-hmm. And uh I actually thought I was the only one in the world with that with that fear. Mm-hmm. Uh but I luckily I I um I found a message board that um had people with this similar fear. Um Yes. I've never actually met anyone with it, but um, I found a message board online um, that had this uh, a similar fear to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've 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 struggled with this fear for uh, you know ever since I was little, and um, it it's ruined a lot of opportunities for me mm-hmm. um, so, so 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 james just just butting in here in terms of the tall buildings high ceilings and open spaces what did you feel what was the feeling when you sort of saw them or when you got inside them if you uh, were able to what was it what was it i really fact? can't describe the feeling mm. um <laughs> I've had that I've had that I've had that uh, uh question hmm. uh from uh many psychologists what uh, how do you feel about that and yeah I I just boil down to say I I cannot describe it it's it's unlike a feeling that I've ever had um you know and that's saying something because you know I feel like this the phobia is connected with the autism and the anxiety and everything else but uh at the same time it's definitely a different feeling uh and uh you know you can you can struggle through i feel like i can struggle through anxiety but i can't struggle through the through the phobia um but is it fear like do you like do you feel that you know the building is going to come crashing on you or something like that i uh i don't hmm okay i don't feel i don't feel like that right. that's the right. thing that's okay <laughs> it's mm-hmm. totally uh ir- irrational um, right and i feel like i am a logical person sure um uh but at the same time i'm not <laughs> sure uh, i know i know I know. So, no, I can I can understand that space, the phobia space in terms of my yeah. own, you know, close space phobias, but so you were sent for this exposure therapy James by your parents at that time. Yes. Uh, if you would sort of 
elaborate slightly for our listeners in terms of you know what did the therapist do to you there did you know did they ask you questions did they sort of do any specific kind of a sort of a treatment it was more of going um hands on to um some of the locations that i felt fearful at and okay mm-hmm. uh sitting there uh trying to uh do breathing exercises and whatnot but um uh it definitely has um it, that definitely has not worked it's uh, not worked mm. it's not correct. worked james so you, how long did you go for the treatment exposure therapy well i've been i've been on and off of uh okay. of different um um treatments um uh, for this and i've i've seen different um psychiatrists counselors therapists you name it everything mm-hmm. um uh, but i've in in my recent years i've been trying to accept the fact that i will probably always have this fear um mm-hmm. so um what i'm getting at is um um with the phobia and with everything else i'm trying to uh, you know i i definitely still have a lot of of anxiety of course but mm-hmm. i i've been trying to um be at peace with it um to embrace it and um that's kind of why i have been um you know writing things about anxiety and autism is mm-hmm. i want you know others that are struggling um with similar issues to you know take their their gifts and mm-hmm. if, and and their struggles and and to and to put it as as good use right right but james so did so were you put in any kind of medication for it i have um here recently i have discovered that uh cbd has helped tremendously mm. uh can- cannabis oil okay cbd no C- cbd yes and um it has helped a lot with uh you know uh you know i've always had issues with you know taking uh any kind of medication in the past it would always upset my stomach mm-hmm. and it, you know and i have stomach problems as it is cuz i'm always on edge all the time right um, so i think uh i think the cbd oil has uh helped a lot with um you know settling uh my stomach issues and and my anxiety somewhat so uh that helps me a little bit be uh less on edge mm-hmm. yeah actually i've heard about this oil in fact you know i think one of our guests sent me a picture of it saying that cbd oil is something useful for anxiety issues is it like a capsule or what yes i i have to take it in the capsule i cannot take it uh with the drops um that's kind mm-hmm. of a sensory issue with me right uh, i um i have several i have many sensory issues uh, s- uh certain tastes uh smells sights uh things that like that um 
can be off-putting. Right. So, so CBD oil, uh, so since you've started taking, do you feel better in terms of not being on the edge all the time? And uh, how do you feel about your phobias in terms of, you know, the high-rise buildings and open spaces? Have you sort of tried? Do, do you think that sort of affects and gives you a, uh, keeps you in a better position after using this? I don't really think it um, helps the mm. phobia. I don't think it helps uh, the uh, general anxiety um, mm. completely, but it does give me uh, a peace, peace of mind. Um, I think okay. uh, mm. a little bit, you know, off, uh, but it's definitely, like I said, you know, I'm definitely not, um, you know, anxiety free, of course, but mm -hmm. I'm trying, I, you know, with the CBD oil and, um, you know, taking, uh, you know, trying to appreciate, uh, life as it is and using, you know, my obsessions, um, as sort of a, uh, a, a helpful tool. I, I'm able to, you know, live, you know, at, you know, still have anxiety, but to live more at peace. And mm -hmm. that's kind of what I want to, um, give the message to, to other people that are struggling. And, um, and also to, of course, to give awareness uh, on mental health and de developmental issues uh, to people that that don't struggle with this. Mm -hmm. So, of course, it's been a while that you have been living with anxiety, James, right? If I'm not wrong, 15, 16 years now. Oh, it's or... been. Uh, so I'm 33 Um now and I have been struggling with anxiety my whole life. Um, so what? Twenty uh, years? Twenty five? Twenty years at least? Yeah, yeah, twenty five. At least, at least twenty five years you have been living with anxiety, and you have tried everything possible from therapist to psychiatrist. Nothing has helped. Uh, how how has it sort of affected? your life, if I may say, professionally and on a certain personal level? Uh, well, I, I definitely think the anxiety, uh, both the anxiety and the autism has um, affected autism my... Autism is something you just found out, right? A couple of years back. Yes. Like two years yes. back or a year back. But before that, it was always... It was Correct. it was always anxiety and autism was not something that you discovered. Uh, you found, yeah. you know, it was diagnosed. Yeah. Correct. Would you like to talk about that or, so, and also sort of just a, another question I'm adding here is that, did you always have this uh, and it well, was not diagnosed? So autism was only diagnosed a couple of years ago and, right. um, that, that was, um, sort of a challenge of it, of itself because, uh, you're usually diagnosed, um, at an early age mm -hmm. and there is usually hardly any uh, specialists who uh, can diagnose uh, people uh, with, uh, with autism as right. an adult. Right. Um, so um, I saw um, 
what got me thinking about this is um, I saw the show uh, Atypical, and I saw some of the uh, similar characteristics between uh, the main character and I, and uh, everyone's autism is different, um, but uh, I saw some similar characteristics between us, and that uh, that led me to research autism more, and mm-hmm. I, f- I eventually found uh, a uh, doctor that could do the autism diagnosis. Mm-hmm. I was very curious to see if I was actually on the spectrum, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I... <laughs> It, deep down, I knew I knew I would be, of course, mm-hmm. uh, but I wanted to make sure, and uh, I uh, I found somebody, and um, they were actually pleasantly surprised that of how uh, functional I was compared to my p- paperwork, mm-hmm. uh, which was a compliment, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had mixed feelings about, you know, the struggles I've had with my life. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I was in tears about it. <laughs> right. And uh, it's it's given me a lot of, of new, uh, it's given me a lot of answers. But at the same time, I have, a, you know, more questions as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. James, tell me. Uh, going back to the question uh, which I'd asked you earlier in terms of you, you know, going through anxiety, you've lived almost 25 years with your anxiety and medication has not helped. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you are still, you know, you know, suffering your phobias and your other anxieties. Uh, how has that affected your professional life? And your personal life, what kind okay. of decisions, some some tough decisions that you had to make because of it? Right. Um, well, I think the um, anxiety has always affected my everyday life, like every mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I always have to, you know, plan a routine and, you know, sometimes that, that routine never sticks. So, uh, right. when I'm, when, when, uh, when my routine is out of place, then, then I get anxious. Um, so that's, that's been a big, big deal with, with struggles of everyday life. Um, as far as, um, you know, the phobia, um, I've always want, wanted to be a professional actor and uh, you've got to really move to a big, big city to, to uh, pursue that. And Mm. I could have never done that with, with, with my, with my phobia. Cause you know, there's tall buildings all the, all around. Um, So that's, that's a kind of, affected my, you know, my work opportunities. Um, and then also it's, 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 uh, ruined, uh, you know, travel, um, and, and leisure for me. Um, mm-hmm. 
you know, I have to be extremely careful of where, where I travel and, um, mm -hmm. because I, I have had, um, I've had severe panic attacks and severe melt meltdowns that have lasted up to, you know, two hours. Um, uh, you've had panic. You, you, so I'm sorry, I'm butting it, uh, butting in here again. You've sure. had, you, you, you've had meltdowns and panic attacks because mm -hmm. of your phobias, uh, and my anxiety anxiety as well. anxiety as well so um would it be okay for me to ask you uh, to describe those meltdowns what did you go through and what did you do at that point was there somebody who helped you okay so for instance that i um you know travel you know you can plan ahead as much as possible mm -hmm. um uh, for traveling. Um, but I, I've hit situations where I, I have felt, you know, that, that fear kick in before. And mm. I, um, I actually had a meltdown, um, you know, a couple of years ago, um, from, from traveling. Um, I was in, uh, um, California, uh, mm -hmm. uh, a trip with my, uh, parents and, mm -hmm. and my wife. And mm -hmm. luckily they were there to, to help me. Mm -hmm. Uh, but what's a meltdown for our listeners? Uh, a meltdown. Uh, I, I actually, um, I actually don't know the difference between a meltdown and a panic attack. Um, is it the same thing? Uh, I, I really don't know. Mm, no, okay. <laughs> you know, I'm not a, okay. I'm not that's a, okay. that's okay. What I'm did you feel? Really, what, what did you feel? So I felt, you know, ext extreme feel uh, fear and right. it, I felt just numb everywhere my whole body was numb and I was in tears for two hours and I could not stop. And, uh, we were actually at, we were at an airport and, mm -hmm. uh, I'm surprised nobody, nobody called security on us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, um, that was how bad it was. Uh, you oh my know, God, I was, right. Yeah. I was in, I was just numb, you know, from head to toe and in tears and I just could not stop. And uh, it just crying. happened suddenly out of yes. nowhere. Yes. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Right. Tell me, tell me James in terms of, in terms of, you know, have you tried and analyzed, uh, you know, there are a lot of things like people talk about, past life regression and they talk about things being, you know, embedded in your unconscious mind that could come mm. from, you know, your, because I've, because I've, I've tried to explore it, you know, because of, uh, you know, my own, uh, you know, personal journey with a couple of things that where is it settled in? And, uh, a lot of people say that if you go for these past life regressions, you know, things can get, you might just feel a bit liberated. Where is this fear coming from? Have you tried to sort of analyze that? Well, I've definitely tried to, to, um, like I've seen 
you know, different therapists, counselors, mm. psychologists, psychiatrists, you name it. And we've mm. tried, you know, different um, therapies and uh, and some of them, um, some of them uh, were based on trauma experience. Mm. Um, okay. And uh, so I've tried to do something of that of that route. If 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 I if I am if I'm understanding correctly of what you're talking about, um, right? Uh, we've we've tried like a trauma based therapy, and uh, uh, I can we can never pinpoint if there was ever any kind of traumatic experience in my life in this life. Call, yeah. But perhaps in the earlier life, if, if okay. you believe in it, I, I believe in it, you know, so, 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 right. so I'm, I'm just wondering if it's something that there's something called past life regression, where they take you into your earlier lives, mm -hmm. uh, you know, which you have lived. And perhaps that trauma, if you're talking about the trauma mm -hmm. experience that could have been so strong that it's, it's, it's hidden in your eight, you know, eight consciousness, like it's deeply embedded there and it sort of surfaces every now and then. I don't know if anybody has told you about this or, you know, if you've heard about it, uh, you know, before, but I don't know if, if, if this is something that you would like to sort of look into, you know, as well. I don't know if it sort of helps at that's, this point. That's, but. that's very interesting. I've, I've never, I've never encountered it. Uh, out of all the people that I, I've seen, I've never encountered someone to, to take that, um, that route. Um, and, um, I'm definitely, I'm definitely up for, for trying, um, something new, which is surprising because I do not like, uh, change or new mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so. Right. Right. You were also, you were also mentioning yesterday about, you know, suppose a, about this cup, or a glass that's kept somewhere and that sort of also gets, makes you anxious. If you would like to sort of tell that a bit as well. Um, like if right. somebody has used a napkin hmm. or, or something like that, um, I would, you know, it doesn't matter how far away I am from a used napkin or, or, uh, whatever I would be, uh, you know, I could be 10, 10 feet away from, from this napkin. And I, uh, I would, uh, you know, think I was infected by this, this napkin. Uh, and right. that's not, it's, it's a very irrational thought for me. Uh, I, uh, you know, like I said, you know, I feel like I'm a logical person, but that is one exa example of how, you know, irrational my thoughts can be. Uh, did time. you did you did you talk about all these to your your therapist while you were talking to you know the person? Did you did you so, mention about these things as well? So um, I've seen many many uh, therapists right. in my in my life, um, mm. and um, I've always uh, regretted making the mistake of never mentioning. Uh, my sensory issues when I was going to counseling uh, when I was younger. Um, if I could have done that, if I would have done that, then perhaps I would have got uh, an earlier 
diagnosis on the spectrum. Um, so, um, yes, I have, I have made mistakes in the past of not mentioning things to counselors before, but now that I've, I've got everything in order now, it seems like it's easier to talk to therapists about it, um, things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, I'm not saying that I was embarrassed, uh, of, saying these these things about sensory issues it just i didn't think it was uh important to what we were trying to achieve you know um where i i think i think you need to be upfront with with everything uh, uh to a therapist uh you know no matter how small it is um you know, I've made that. I think I've made that mistake uh, of 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 not mentioning, you know, the you know the little things um, that can that are important that lead us to the to the bigger issues. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that you did not mention those little things that could actually have been a trigger for the bigger things. Yes. Yes. So 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 when you go to a therapist, it's important to sort of mention every single thing that you know that could yeah, perhaps yes. you yes. whatever you're going through not not to hide anything from your therapist but tell me something james in terms of your personal life so if you are living with somebody who has an anxiety disorder like yourself what does your partner sort of come in as what kind of support you know how does she, how does she adjust her life to your life so you know, we, um, I've been married, um, for, uh, 12 years now, mm-hmm. uh, well, almost 12 years. And, uh, uh, you know, so we've been, um, living together for that, for that long. And, uh, my, my wife has been, um, very, uh, supportive mm-hmm. in, in my struggles and very, uh, supportive in, in my, uh, successes as well. Um, but there's, there's definitely, uh, there's definitely can be some complications when, when somebody has, uh, um, um, any kind of mental issues or, uh, developmental issues, um, mm-hmm. that can affect your relationship. Um, but I've been, I've been very fortunate, um, um, that those, those things haven't come into play of being it. What I'm trying to say is even though it has affected, uh, you know, our our relationships at times, um, it, it definitely hasn't, you know, damaged it. If, if you, if you see what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. Um, so, I mean, there's, there's definitely challenges in in living with, with somebody else. Um, when you have, you know, mental, uh, issues and developmental issues, but, uh, I, I, I feel like, you know, if I, if I can do it, if I can live with, with, with somebody, anyone can live with somebody <laughs> with, right. without, without any issues. 
right um, right but james did you t- did you sort of tell your partner at that point about your you know your issues that you were going through where you open and honest about it uh before you guys got married was it like a challenge challenge at that point to share something like this well i've i've definitely been uh very open about my my anxiety um but i've uh i mean the autism was kind of a new thing um but i mean it it seems like it it gets uh you know my anxiety has gotten um uh, you know worse uh over time mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but i'm just uh, like i said i'm trying to i'm trying to just embrace embrace it instead right. of trying to to hide it and um i um i think that definitely with somebody with autism um obsessions is uh something that has a negative effect on you is your uh, obsessions right um, and i've tried to to use my obsession as uh as doing you know something creative instead of um you know using my obsession as a tool instead of a negative impact um right so that's right. why i like to do creative things is is to put that my obsession obsessive personality into good use right and you as you mentioned your anxiety has gotten worse over time despite every possible form of therapy going everywhere you've tried to channelize your anxiety to something more creative mm-hmm. uh, james in terms of you know doing like uh, other practices like your mindfulness trying to do certain yoga did you did you try these other practices i've recently been trying to get more into doing um uh, meditation meditation right I actually um when I was little I I did a traditional karate and uh we we would meditate all the time um and so meditation does not help much so I think it helps um to a certain ex- extent right um so I um what I was getting at is I have I haven't meditated in a long time and it's actually hard for me to to get you know I can I can meditate when I, I when I do it but getting me to do it is the thing. So I've been trying to you know get myself to into the routine uh, of of meditating every day. Um and, and that's that's uh that's actually helped uh, a little bit. Um so I think that each little thing that you do um trying to do um you know something creative um uh taking um you know s- certain medications talking to a, a therapist I think you know each little thing can help like I said you know I'm definitely not over my anxiety, but I think each little thing can help uh relieve, you know, some of some of that, especially when you have uh generalized anxiety that that's more that's a step above just 
anxiety. Um, were, were you anxious about the podcast recording? Uh, yes, I was. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. How do you feel now? Um, uh, I, I feel actually pretty good. Um, okay. <laughs> I mean, talking, you know, having, having another opportunity to, to, uh, uh, to voice my story uh, is, mm. uh, amazing. I think, um, cause mm. not everyone gets to do that. Um, Absolutely. so I'm very, I'm very thankful, you know, for my yes. opportunities to, to, to voice that. Um, sure. And, and James, in terms of how do you see your life moving forward? Uh, do you have sort of, you know, any sort of a plan that, you know, I need to work on it. I need to sort of work more on, you know, my anxiety. How, what can I do personally? What is your advice to people who are, you know, going through their anxieties? Yeah. So, um, I, <laughs> I've always had a, 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 you know, I'm always planning. I'm a, I'm a planner all the time. And nice. that, that's, that's definitely has to do with the anxiety and the autism. Mm. Uh, um, but I, I think, I think it's time to, to not plan ahead and just take, mm. take, a, a, take each day a, as it is. And, uh, <laughs> That's definitely a, a, a big struggle for me um, because I, I just I, I have to plan things. Right. Um, so, uh, uh, you know, like I said, I, I, I still struggle uh, a lot. But, um, you know, just taking each day as it is, I, I think that will be more helpful than than trying to plan for the future mm-hmm. uh, because so I've, I've, I've always been a planner and I think, I think sometimes that planning can be, uh, have a negative effect. It, it can make you more anxious thinking about yes. the future. It can yes. make you more anxious. So if, so somebody actually uh, mentioned in one of the podcast episodes that I just take each day as it comes. So when you say that you take each day as it comes, what do you mean by that? Um, you know, like I, I um, how, how do you take each day professionally? How do you take each day in your personal relationships? What are the things that you focus on just for our listeners? Well, I, I, I think, uh, um, you know, like I said, I, I've, I'm struggling with, with trying to, to do that myself. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm trying to, to get that mindset of, 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 you know, you know, I'm trying to, you know, I'm always, I've always tried to plan for the, for the future and everything. Yes. And, yeah. and sometimes that, that future doesn't go how you want it to go. So, mm-hmm. uh, I, 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 I'm trying to, I think, um, trying to, um, appreciate what you have right. is, is, uh, a big, a big tool to, to, to use for not trying to make plans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how do how do you sort of use your time? Like where do you, you know, if you would like to sort of describe your day, like this is how you plan your day. So others can sort of, our listeners can benefit out of this, like every day. So I, I always have to, um, um, 
for example, I have to always, you know, uh, drive on the same roads. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I don't take the main roads. I have to take the back roads and mm-hmm. I usually have a routine of where I drive and everything. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and, uh, I, um, you know, I, uh, always, you know, have a routine at work. Um, mm-hmm. sometimes that routine gets out of, uh, out of kilter sometimes. And, mm-hmm. uh, that can bring up a lot of anxiety for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, I, uh, uh, you know, and that, that can cause panic attacks for me. Um, but I, uh, I try to, you know, think of, you know, appreciate, you know, what I, what I have. And, you know, like I said, I'm trying, uh, I still have a lot of anxiety, Hmm. but Hmm. I'm trying Hmm. to, to use what I, um, my, every opportunity I have as, and thankfulness that I have, and mm-hmm. use that as as a, a tool to to get through those those struggles. Um, right, right. Sure, sure, James. Uh, I'm sure uh, you know our listeners are going to sort of benefit out of this, and you know, take each day as it comes, not get too anxious about the future because yeah. that'll again might trigger the anxiety part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate, uh, everything. Um, and, uh, it's good that I get to, uh, to have a voice in this. Cause like I said, no, there's not very many people that, that do or have, have the courage to, to do, to do that. Absolutely. And, uh, I, I, I just, I want to be able to help others, um, and also have get, um, people to have, that do not have this kind of these kind of issues to to be aware of it, and I I, I think that what's more most helpful, like I, I was saying, is being able to to look at your achievements because I, I think everyone has a strength, you know, yes. like yeah. like my my strength has been, you know doing photography for, for abandoned Arkansas and, uh, uh, doing martial arts, um, doing roller skating, um, uh, things like that. I think, I think that being thankful of of what you can do is, is, I think the best treatment. Mm -hmm. So working on your strength, not getting anxious about the future and taking each day as it comes. Thank you so much, James, for your time. Have a great day and thanks so much for joining in. You too. Thank you so much. So how do you guys feel about this episode? I'm sure a lot of people are going to identify with this, specifically when it comes to phobias and anxieties. I, for one, definitely identify with a couple of points. And I'm just wondering, you know, as as I analyze it, that what is the point of origin of these phobias and fears and anxieties? And if nothing has worked for James, what can be a possible cure? Is there a cure? Uh, Do you think of the mind control and mindful practices that can perhaps work or a total disconnect with that cognitive part of the brain that's linking us to those phobias? I mean, 
happen i don't know is there a possibility and if you are somebody listening to this podcast if you have a solution if you would like to talk to us you know where to find us uh, connect with us on our website eblogmedia/dsos/show you can write to me you can connect with us on our twitter and instagram handles with eblogmedia and metaphysical lab and i would definitely be looking forward to uh, hearing from any one of you out there who's who's identifying with this podcast episode as well and i'm going to leave you with this quote from carl jung that says that until you make the unconscious conscious it will direct your life and you will call it fate